Welcome to Coaching the Coach. I'm your host, Pete Townley, for the Upstate Performance Project. Welcome to the show, everybody. Hope you're off to a great week. I know we are here at, at UP, uh, UPP. Got a lot of fun things I want to talk about today. Um, very energized for this week. We we had a meeting last night, and you know it's funny to call it a meeting since we, Chelsea and I live together, but it's important for us to take time, dedicated time to talk about the business. You know, in passing, we're always talking about, oh, I have this idea, or I thought about this, and that's great. And then we have to sit down and actually plan that out. How is that going to work? What are we going to do? And now I've got the hiccups as soon as I'm starting. Well, in doing that, you know, we always kind of revisit ideas, you know, what what worked before, what didn't work, how can we change it up, or in this case, you know, some ideas that we had for some programs we were going to launch pre-pandemic, you know, should we redo that, revisit that, what is that going to look like? Um, And a lot of things that have come up over the last couple weeks, and not just with our meeting last night, but talking with my other trainers about, you know, moving forward, what we want to do, you know, what what makes us different, what makes us um, unique, and and what's our power, you know, what's our what's our special power that we have here at, at Upstate Performance Project, and and um, we keep landing on a couple things that that I think are worth talking about today. Um, you know, it's always that self reflection. You've heard me talk about that a lot, and I think that's super important. But one of the things that we keep mentioning is programming. Um, I talk a lot about it. It's always been something I've taken pride in, but it's always something I've loved to study. And so a couple of things come out of this. And this is what I, this is the, the take-home message for you all today. What I want you guys to hear about this and, and take from this is, you know, you got to listen to what you want and what you love. I was talking with uh, Brandy. Uh, our new uh, trainer and event coordinator, um, and you know, she she was asking me questions about how I put things together and how I program, and, and you know, and she she we've worked together before, so she kind of has an understanding of of, of that. And um, but I, but I was telling her, you know, that that's really the thing I love the most. Like I love sitting down and planning things out now i'll talk more about that here in a minute but that's that so we that that's kind of got this ball rolling and then we started looking at you know what what can we be doing and i started you may have seen some some posts on our instagram about the cisa soccer program that we work with and and how i'm um putting together those workouts and we're trying to educate the parents on on what we're doing there programmatically speaking uh so they understand you know how we're taking care of their their young athletes um, from a safety standpoint, but also performance. They're paying a lot of money for club soccer. They, they want to make sure that included in that is, is training that's going to make them better soccer players. And yes, reduce the risk of injury. So we're explaining how we're doing that. And then Chelsea and I have our meeting talking about what do we want to do next? What's, what's the next big thing for us? What should we really be focusing on? And there's several, we have several ideas for 2022, and I think we'll be able to get to most of them. But we kind of have to do things in order, and and what's what makes the most logical sense, either financially and or um, puts us in the right uh, position 
to then do some bigger, bigger things, you know, and how, how are we going to build and stack on that? Or in this case, the word would be, how are we going to scale up to some of those things that we want to be doing? And what's the pathway? And, and we think we figured it out. And I'll, I'll talk more about that specifically a little bit later, uh, not in this podcast. I'll probably do a, another um, podcast uh, specifically about this. Um, but uh, we want to get the entire team caught up on what we're going to be doing before I uh, throw it out. Because it's going to be a team effort. It's not going to be just Chelsea and I. Um, but the point is, it involves programming. It involves writing programs. And that's very exciting to me. Because like I said, that's my favorite part of, of what I do here. I love the difficulty of putting together a workout where you know someone wants to get to a certain point and where they're starting from. And then kind of figuring that out. Whether you kind of work backwards or... You start with uh, different phases and how am I going to you know, program this out for the whole year? And then you break it up into smaller chunks. It's just that's, that, that kind of puzzle is very fascinating to me and, and uh, I would love to be a program writer. Um, someone that, that does that all the time. And so with that came another kind of uh, message that, you know, like I said, you got to listen to things. And, and th- this programming idea keeps popping up, popping up, popping up. And so it, it is definitely something that I really want to explore more. And, and like, you, like you may have seen or heard if, you, if you've watched any of the uh, YouTube videos, I've talked a lot about programming on the YouTube. And again, I, I eventually want the main focus of the YouTube channel to, to be me discussing how to program or the different types of programs or looking at different programs and dissecting them and all of those kind of things. And I know there's other people out there that do that. And, you know, you can struggle sometimes when you're trying to come up with ideas like you want to be original, like like the podcast we did last week. Are you original? It's not to say that you can't do something that someone else hasn't already done. Or in the case I was talking about the other day, you can't speak on a topic if, if five other YouTubers or, or, or um, podcasters have spoke on it, maybe you shouldn't. Maybe you should uh, do something else or have a unique take on that particular topic. And I, I like to think, and maybe I'm being a little bit self-indulgent here, but we have heard from people that the programming is is what people like about us. I mean, not that they don't like Chelsea and us for our lovely personalities, but it's it's the programming. They feel like we we've done a good job matching their needs and getting the results that they want. And so I feel like you know maybe maybe Chelsea and I do have uh, a knack for that. And maybe maybe talking about programs on the on the YouTube channel is is what I need to be doing. And it's kind of what I've already started. But I was trying to do it in such an original way that I was like, you know, is this going to be interesting to anyone who's not a coach? And so that that challenge to me to make programming interesting for people who just are average fitness enthusiasts who don't who don't care about writing their own program or or whatnot. But but hearing the the hows and the whys and what we do is, I think, going to be beneficial. And again, I'll, I'll, we'll explain a little bit more later what our big project is. But the what, the, what I want you to take home today or what I want you to think about today is 
when you listen to yourself, when you take stock, when you do the self-reflection, or if you just notice things coming up often, like, like in this case, programming. Talking about programming has been in almost every discussion uh, I've had with, with employees and, and, and partners um, that keeps coming up. And that's something that you need to key into, right? Those are the things that you need to pay attention to uh, that are going to help shape how your business grows. So, uh, and I'll come back to, to the programming section here in just a minute, but, but that could be a lot of different things. It could take a lot of different forms. Um, and we talk a lot about when you start your own business or when you try to branch out and do your own thing that, you know, there's some luck involved. There's some, you know, skill involved. Uh, but, but you also have to be, uh, ready for op opportunity when it comes um, there's that saying about you know um, luck is when opportunity meets preparedness or something like that preparation um, and and I think like I, I really think that that's that's a, a great way to look at it and I think what we can do or what you can do is start paying attention to uh, opportunities because here's here's the thing. When you work for yourself, whether or maybe 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 you're working for a gym right now and you're trying to build up your business or you want to branch off and do your own thing at some point, maybe you can't afford to right now and you're trying to figure out how that's going to happen. One thing that that can help is to pay attention to opportunities, and you may not recognize things as an opportunity if you don't know what to look for and how to look for it, and that's kind of what the whole point of today's um, podcast is about. Finding those opportunities, how to recognize those opportunities. So I'm not gonna talk long on it because there's not a lot to say in terms of, I mean, it's it, it's 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 a a skill that kind of breeds itself, but but you can you can help foster that by paying attention again to things that come up all the time. Maybe this is something saying, maybe there's some some force in the world that's pushing this, pushing you in that direction. I think what it is, and I and I'm not a, an expert on brain development or, or anything like that, but you know when you're when you go buy a car and you buy a a silver Elantra, all of a sudden you start seeing silver Elantras everywhere, right? You didn't notice them before, but now you do because they're in your brain. You you have that when. When, uh, when you're thinking about programming or you've talked about programming and then all of a sudden you hear other people talking about programming and you notice things on the internet talking about programming and you're like, oh, wait a minute, that's, that's what I'm interested in and now other people seem interested. You know, those are the opportunities, right? Um, things that come up, that could be something you recognize like that. Also, if you are, you know, Getting to a point where you are taking on some clients for yourself or you're an independent contractor, and whether you just like kind of having your own schedule and being independent like that or you actually want to open up your own physical space or online space, there's going to be other things, people you meet, people you run into that, you know, you can um, learn from. And so one of the things to create opportunities, and this is something that I've always just been interested in and... Um, having the time to to get into it um, you know is is definitely a perk of working for yourself because I have 
I can explore some of these quote opportunities that I may not have been able to do if I was working for somebody else. But what I mean is you, you meet a lot of people in this business. You talk to them, you have conversations. I'll have, I think I have 10 clients today. That's 10 different conversations. Um, completely different, you know, points in people's lives, completely different things going on day to day, work, you know, stresses, all of that. But I, every time I talk to someone, it's not as if I'm trying to use that person or see how can that person help me. I, I, I tend to view it as how can we help each other grow, right? Because they're coming to me for advice. And I have advice in one area, you know, health and fitness, right? That's what I'm good at. And I can give good advice there. I'm not necessarily great at advice on everything else. You know, I can do okay with parenting, but I'm not a good, I'm not a, I won't say I'm not a good parent. I'm not a great parent, right? I love my kids and I show them love and I do what's right by them. But, um, you know, there's, there's things I'm not doing that I could probably be better at. I'm not a great um, organizer. You know, there's things that I could learn. Someone who, you know, is either a professional organizer or just someone who's very detail-oriented, I can learn from that. So whenever you're talking to your clients, you're going to notice clients have different talents and skills and things that you might need in the future. And again, you're not necessarily trying to develop clients that you can then use. Like you're not going to go after clients just because they can help you with something. It's when you talk to them, really listen to them. You know, a great example of, of this, is, and it's not a personal example, but it's um, uh, some friends of mine opened a gym a long time ago, still running today, very successful. They always wanted to do it. They didn't have the capital to get it started, and they didn't have you know, family members that could loan the money. Getting a bank loan is always tough for startups. You know, we've, we've been through that process. So these things can be challenging, and they talked to, you know, they had a, a stable of clients uh, at the gym they were working at at the time. And, you know, through talking to them, they knew that one client was very handy. They knew that one client was very wealthy. They knew that one client, you know, was very artistic and, you know, one is a, an accountant. So they start talking to all these different people and learning about, okay, if I want to loan this money, what kind of percentage rate do I get? If I'm going to be an independent contractor, how do I prepare for my taxes? So you start asking questions and then all of a sudden what you do is you have this team and this network of people and there are opportunities there. Uh, so you come up with creative solutions and then, and then their case, they, they wrote out a proposal to five or six of these clients for lifetime training, for an investment, uh, in the business and a, and a little bit of a stake in the business, right? Uh, not just the investment, but a, you know, a good return. And, and it worked out exceedingly well for them. And it's because they, they knew that networking and they, they listened to what, what their clients had to say. It's real easy sometimes when you come in and you start training 10 people in a day to kind of get lost in, in what you can, you know, do. But when you approach any relationship, you know, and how can we mutually better ourselves? Because we should always be looking to get better. Uh, you know, it's like in, in our church small group yesterday. You know, we, we look at Bible verses and then we try to, you know, break them down. What, what did God mean here? Or what did Moses mean when he said this? Or those kind of things. 
But then there's always that self-reflection, like, well, how does that affect me? What am I getting out of this and how am I going to interact with this, right? I'm not, I'm not doing that uh, for, for God's sake. I'm doing that for my sake, right? But it's a relationship I have to have. It's just like a relationship um, you meet, those doors open up. And those doors may have already been there, but you just didn't recognize them because you weren't in that right you know, mind frame to recognize an opportunity when it presents itself. And that opportunity may not be like you know, someone ready to offer you money or, or change your life in some major way. The opportunity could be, here's an inroad. Um, for example, I had a client that was ready to help us pour a bunch of concrete to create our outdoor space. Um, it, it ended up not working out, you know, with the landlord in terms of what we wanted to do with the concrete, but I had it worked out because I had been talking about this idea, not, not to pitch it to him. I knew he was a general contractor. He wanted to help me out because I was helping him out and it, it became a mutually agreed upon, you know, venture. It, it, again, it, it didn't happen because not because of of anything there but just you know it's it's not our property so we had to uh uh defer to to the landowner and that's that's totally fine but the the point was we that was an opportunity that we both saw how we could help each other and we could both grow and both benefit and i think that's the difference i'm not trying to look at how i can get something out of relationships it's how can we mutually help each other grow? And that's when doors open, right? So again, to reiterate, and I'm gonna take a timestamp here, seven, we'll, we'll call it 1740. You want to enter relationships, not from a selfish standpoint of how am I going to get something out of this, but how are we both going to grow from this? They're coming to you for a certain thing. And you're going to provide that because that's your job and you're good at it. But in building that relationship, there might be something you recognize that they can help you with and you can explore that. And then you're mutually growing together. And, and again, it's not necessarily a calculated move. It's something that just organically happens, right? I don't, not every client comes in and I start thinking, how am I going to exploit this person uh, for my own gain? That's not what I mean at all, clearly. What I mean is you want to build relationships. And when you do build these relationships, um, that's when generosity comes out. That's when, you know, oh, you know what? I do know this guy over here that, you know, that's been talking about, you know, concrete. I'll, I'll give him a call, you know? And so again, I didn't go seek it, but because of the relationship you built, that door opens, right? So doors will open if you are willing to put yourself out there willing to be a, 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 an avid listener and still provide everything that you are trying to provide. And that's how you gain trust, that's how you retain clients, that's how you build these friendships. And that's when opportunities will arise. So, last thing, I said I wouldn't talk a while and then I talked another 10 minutes. Um, Again, going back to the programming idea, going back to this idea, this this is one of these opportunities when things just keep happening, these terms or words or ideas keep popping up over and over every everywhere I turn. I'm not gonna ignore that. That's gonna be something we explore. But it can be hard. And you know, sometimes we look at things like 
well, I want to do that, but that's going to be difficult to do, or that would be a challenge to do. And I think all too often, um, uh, I was reading an article uh, by by a, a great coach and, and nutritionist and, and just kind of philosopher, <laughs> philosopher, how's that? Um, ben House, and he was talking about you know things being difficult and, and why that you know why things being difficult is looked at, at at a bad thing instead of embracing the journey to get there and, and learning like that journey is your teacher right that journey is what it is what you're going to learn from and again that goes back to when you're talking to people that's your journey with that person you're taking them on their fitness journey but you're going to mutually grow if you are open to listening to what they have to say and truly listening to them and Yes, things can be hard and things can be difficult. And it's not hard just for the sake of being hard and you know to wear as a badge of honor, but we're talking about like, you know, taking a, a leap of faith or a risk, a financial risk or a risk with your time. Those are scary and they can be hard. But it's that that reward that you get from that. Not only is it far more rewarding, and satisfying, but it's also, that's where you're going to grow. That's where you're going to learn, because sometimes you might make mistakes and you learn what not to do. We've taken on business ventures that did not work out. Um, and it and there's a lot of reasons why they didn't work out, but you learn from them. And those are opportunities as well. So don't, don't shy away from things that are hard. Don't shy away from things, don't look for things, that, Pardon me, don't always look for the easiest solution to everything because it's not necessarily going to be the best long-term um, idea. And this goes back, I'm going to tie it all together here. Here we go. This goes back to the programming idea. And this goes back to building relationships because one of the things we see out there a lot are these easy, do this and, you know, run this challenge, run this program, run this, and you'll get tons of clients that come in. And it's easy. We've done all the hard work for you. You don't have to do the hard work. You just run this system and you'll get people coming in your door. And maybe you do, but then what do you do with them once they're done with their challenge or their program or their six-week deal? Well, you have to have a plan for them. You can't just let them leave. And, you know, there are some programs um, that will advertise well yeah well you might lose 10 or 15 of them but you'll retain 10 and then you run a new program you lose two you know 10 or 15 of them you'll retain 10 you know and that's how you slowly build up your clientele where where you know i understand that that's a lot of people you're just kind of getting in your system and then letting go and i i don't think that that's great for long-term success that's not gonna you're not gonna really build anything and, and build those relationships right so when you do program something, you need to program something that's based on what your clients want and need, as challenging as it may be, and that's how you'll build those relationships, and that's how opportunities then come up. And there's other ways, but those, those are some of the best ones. Those are some of the things that we've done to help us grow. I hope that helps. Have a great afternoon.